Okay, here we go. What is the fertilized egg of a duck called? A fertilized egg of a duck. Now, personally, I just thought it was just a duck egg. But I guess there's a specific name for some fertilized eggs. Do you have any idea? No clue. It's called, uh, I think it's spelling it right, or saying it right, bullet. B-A-L-U-T. Bullet. Okay, and it isn't, it isn't common knowledge that fertilized eggs can have a specific name. This is a popular street food in the Philippines, but also consumed in Vietnam, Thai, Malaysia, China, Laos, and uh, Laos, or whatever, and Cambodia. Isn't that something? I never would have, I got chicken eggs all over the place, and I never thought there was, you know, if the boy, you know, if the rooster does his job, then there would be a specific name for that. Uh, who at knew? that point, it's just a duck, right? You got it. So anyway, hey, we got open lines. Give a holler. 651-641-1071. Rachel needs something to do. She's sitting over there doing nothing. So 651-641-1074 if you got a question for me. Say a caller called in and asked about uh, what to use for walking a, a Frenchie or a pug or, you know, dogs that have, you know, that ran into parked cars. <laughs> okay. Uh, obviously, you can't have any kind of collar that is going to restrict their breathing because they have a hard time breathing anyway. And that's why everybody goes to harnesses. But harnesses restrain. They don't train. They teach a dog to pull. They pull ahead. You pull back. All right. And if you're letting them scan in front, then guess what? They're the leader. You're the peon. And they, they, you're going for their walk instead of you, them going for a walk with you. Now, the collar that I put on dogs that have restricted breathing problems, well, as far as like a pug, a Frenchie, a bulldog, whatever, I put a, what, you know, the, and you'd hear me talk about them all the time, Star Mark Collar, S T A R M A R K. You can get them on Amazon or I've got them up at my place. And then what you've got to do, it depends on the, the weight of the dog, whether you want a small or a large, a star mark collar. And the links come out so you can, you know, can put them in. Uh, I mean, you could take them out and put them in as needed, okay? But that's what I would suggest. Remember, harnesses teach a dog to pull. They, You get really good at restraining them back, or you give them nothing to do, and you just are on a walk with them. Anytime you are in motion, your dog should walk n- nicely next to you on your, oh, well, we train dogs on the left side. A lot of people don't know why, and I'm going to tell you why, is the first people that did anything with dogs were hunters. Most hunters are right-handed, so you can't have the dog under the gun, so they put the dog on the left side. And that's where we we, we started doing it from the left, and that's just the way all classes work. <clears throat> now, you can, there are some dogs, if there's a problem with the person, why they can't have them on the left side. But all trainers train from the left side. So I get some people that want the dog to walk on the right. That's fine. Just have to reverse everything I say because I don't know how to train a dog on the right side. So anyway, so that's what you want to do is that you need a collar that that will get into the dog's head. Now, if your dog has never, you know, there's a consequence for their action if they don't listen to the word. Dogs learn by trial and error. They do this, this happens, they do that, that happens. And it's by no means me master you dog. No, that's not the way it works. You want to build. Dogs do things for us out of respect and trust that we earn, all right? It can't be demanded, it can't be commanded, it can't be treated. Respect and trust is earned. They do not do things for us out of love. They are a dog. And that's why in a pack, there's you got the leader, and then everybody has you know, a shelf underneath that is how the pack runs, all right? And so the whole thing is, is that... Um, 
uh, with the, the with the Starmark collar, it pokes the dog. Now, if your dog your dog has to be used to having a collar on before you put a Starmark collar on. So what you're going to do is get him used to just a plain buckle nylon collar or a martingale collar. Uh, in case you're worried your dog's slipping out of the collar, get a martingale collar. And then when, when they're used to that, you know, let the le- put the leash on, let them drag it around, whatever, pick the leash up, go for a little bit of a walk. I get it. You don't want to choke your dog. I understand that. That's why we got to get a training collar that the dog's going to listen to. So what you do is that you get that star mark, put it on with the buckle collar. And then now that's going to cross with the buckle collar. So a couple of the bumps. And then eventually you're going to take the buckle collar off and you're just going to have the star mark collar on. And that comes with, uh, um, uh, uh, emergency, you know, line that we were just talking about that if the collar would come apart, then there's already, there's the, the second collar on and the star mark collars come with those. Okay. So that isn't your question. If, if you have a, a smaller dog or a dog that air restriction, then you, the star mark collar is a really great way to go. Also a no pull. And they call it a harness, but it's technically kind of a collar. It's different than a harness. So a no-pull one it also can work. But not for the Frenchies or Puggies. They're usually pretty brassy, so they need a training collar to stop them. <laughs> okay. Okay, got a, got a question? Give a holler. 651-641-1071. Who's up? Amy's got a puppy who likes to chew things. Well, welcome to puppyhood. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, what kind of pup do you got? Well, we got it from uh, Happy Tails Rescue, but it definitely has a strong German Shepherd in it. Okay. That's all we know. Okay. So, so it's good. She's, she's nine weeks old. Nine weeks. She's chewing a lot, and we have many chew toys for her, a Kong, um, pull toys, some balls, and I also bought uh, bid the b- apple, the bitter apple spray. Yeah, that don't work. But it doesn't seem to deter no. her that much. No, I that's think. not. That doesn't work. Okay, first of all, pick up all the toys and put them in a basket. Okay. Okay. People do the big mistake of having 50 million toys and the dog doesn't know what to do. They're overwhelmed. So they go pick on your stuff because it's got cool smell on it. Your smell. All right. Okay. So then, and also too, you got to make sure your good stuff is off the floor. You know, so right now when she's short, she can't get to it. It's your diligence too. If you leave shoes on the floor, she gets at it. It's your problem, not the dog's because you right. knew that she was going to do it and she did. <laughs> okay. Also too, you give ice cubes for her to chew on because the coolness of her, you know, her jaw, you know, for the gums and, and the teeth and stuff like that. Ice cubes are good to chew on. Obviously don't let her run around the house with ice cubes. You know, put her in a kennel and let her chew on some ice cubes. Okay, and uh, then what you got to do is teach her, you know, she's not to gnaw on humans, especially never feel teeth. If she's about ready to nip at you, deep in your voice, slow it down. And now you're going to get a hair mister or plant mister and fill it with water, set it on stream. Okay, carry it with you. And if she goes to gnaw on you, deep in your voice, slow it down and you're going to give her a growl. Ah, and then blast her in the face and then say no bite. And when she backs away, just call me and say, thank you. Very nice. Thank you. Don't okay. say good girl. That gets them all nutsy in the headsy. It's like, recess. We don't have to think. You know, mm-hmm. this puppy mush brain, they have the attention span of a gnat anyway. <laughs> and so you don't want to get them all like wigged out with, you know, happy, happy, happy dance. You know, uh, because then they forget what the, you're trying to teach them. All right. Yeah. How long have you had the pup? Two weeks. Okay. Do you know if she was with her mom or her littermates? She, uh, the foster mom had one littermate that she brought back. 
Um, but I don't know if she was with her mom initially. Okay. Because that's going to make a big difference in training. If mom got some to teach her, uh, like, bite inhibition and things like that, we can't do it like mom can do it. So that would be interesting because if she had another late to, um, inmate, the inmate, let her mate to, to, you know, spar with, that's good. They learned some more bite inhibition. But if she was pulled from her mom too early, that can cause some training problems a little bit later here. So what you've got to okay. do is you've got to be very diligent. You've got to don't run around the house. Bad dog, save it here. Don't be, you know, you know. Remember, it's not me, master, you dog. You set your rules and there's a consequence to be paid. A tired puppy is a crabby, nippy, yucky puppy, okay? And at nine weeks, she's going to sleep more than she's awake. If she gets up at, let's say, five o'clock, let's say you feed her at seven, she's in down for a nap about eight o'clock, all right? Yep. Never, ever wake her up. Okay, to like go outside that you're going to you're going to um, let her let you know that, hey, I think I got you remember the minute they wake up, they have to go potty, whether it's first thing in the morning or from a nap right after they get done playing. All right. And then after 10 minutes or so after they get done eating or drinking is the main okay. time that they have to go potty. So you want to hold on a sec. We got to run to break here. So don't hang sure. up. Okay. Okay. Which animal has the shortest pregnancy? Which animal has the shortest pregnancy? We'll be back. Got a question. We're way, only got a, what, about a half hour left with the breaks and everything to talk. So give a holler. 651-641-1071. And we're talking to Amy. She's got a shepherd mix pup, nine weeks old. And welcome to puppyhood. That's why I haven't had one in 50 years because they're a lot of work. All right. And so now what you got to do is, uh, are you kennel training her? Yeah, she's done really well in the kennel. Nice, nice. And then what you're going to do is, uh, you know, like I said, give her time. If she's acting really obnoxious and jumpy, nippy, whatever, and she's not backing down, then give her a timeout. You know, just say, okay, we well, lose. Let's go to the kennel. And then let oh, her. Oh, I thought you weren't supposed to do that. I thought you. Oh, no, no. Either. People have got such a mission to say. If you say, get your kennel, bad dog, now it's a punishment crate, okay? But if you just go, you lose, kennel, let's go. You know, your voice, high pitch, happy, you're happy. All right? And so the thing is, you know why the dog is going in there, but the dog doesn't. You just have the word kennel. And you've been training them that when you, you say kennel real happy and you throw a treat in there, sometimes you close the door, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you throw a favorite toy in there, sometimes you close the door, and then the, every time it's going to be kennel real happy. So then let when the dog goes in there, and then when you shut the door, you can cuss and swear as you're walking away. What the heck was I thinking about? Getting a puppy. All right. But no, you just, anytime the dog is being naughty, he needs it. Just like a two-year-old child. Go to your bedroom and chill out. Okay. And yeah. it's, it's how you present it is what it is. Okay. You know where they're going in there. All they know is that you said the word kennel. And so, okay, fine. I'll go in there. <laughs> okay. And okay. it's also good to feed them in there so they like their kennel even more. And then you have, you know exactly how much he ate and what he ate. Now, do you have any other dog? Or is this it? No, we have one other cat. <laughs> a cat? Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay so then that, that's important. It'll feed him in the kennel so the cat can't come to the dish and the dog decide that he doesn't like his, the cat in his dish. Okay? Because that, okay. be, that can get sideways, all right? Okay. And then um, uh, the, there's just so much for you to know. The, you know, teach him potty, what potty is called and where it goes. Take him out on a 15-foot line. Maximum time outside is two minutes. If he doesn't get his business done, you all come back in, wait a minute, take him back out, try it again. Um, okay. You know, good food, set feeding times. Um, what food are you feeding? Purina Pro Plan. Yeah, let's change the Nutrisource. 
Nutrisource. N-U-T-R-I-Source. Yep. Petfoods.com. They have a special puppy. Yeah, they get a puppy. Yeah, you want the puppy large breed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And so I would change that, rotate in, rotate to rotate that into what you're feeding now, you know, over, you know, three, four days or whatever. Every dog is different how they take a, rot, you know, rotating in a new food. Okay. okay? And then, you know, uh, max, oh, too many people over-exercise the puppies because they want to try to get rid of that puppy energy. The bigger right. thing that you're going to do is you're going to work his mind, not his body. Too many people, dogs' joints don't seal until two years old. So what, usually the rule of thumb is two months old, two blocks, three months old, three blocks, four months old, four blocks, and that's round trip. That's two blocks out and two blocks back. All right, you can go for several small walks, but no long walks. Now, do you have a a fenced-in yard? Yes. Okay, so then now, now you notice when you go to put him out there, he'll run, and then he'll lay down and crash. And then he'll run, and then he'll lay down. And then he runs, and okay, and that's a good exercise there, okay? But they're not in a steady beat like a walk is, okay? Okay. And so that's why you just want to, you know, you so they're, like I said, the joints don't seal into two years. There's a, go to puppyculture.com, puppyculture.com. That will help you understand how over-exercising really hurts the dog's joints and uh, better things to do. Okay. Okay. But then, like I yep. say, teach tricks. Uh, get the book "Brain Games for Dogs." Brain uh, Games for Dogs. Yeah, okay. by Aerosmith, not the band, but the author. Mm-hmm. And then there's uh, 101 dog tricks, and you can go to YouTube and find dog tricks. Just remember that this age, they have a hard time focusing. All you do is trying to familiarize them with the words, and you, everything is very short. Okay. Don't yep. play tug of war games or wrestling games. That will teach a pup to go up against you and be pushy with you right now. So what you do okay. is you work the brain and then name the dog's toys. Uh, and then, uh, like I said, just, uh, no, no tug of war, no, um, and no wrestling games and then teach, you know, like the brain games, the tricks and things like that. Get him to look to you for direction. Okay. So, so, and you said to put up. All the toys in the basket, yep. just have her play with one toy at a time. You got it. Because then things will be interesting. Hey, what's this? But if the dog is standing in a sea of toys, they're like, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Okay, so you pick them all up, put them in a basket, and then like the Kong, the black Kong the uh, family is really good. That's really heavy-duty, you know, rubber. So that's really good for the puppy teeth and, and bigger dogs. Okay. okay. And then so the ice you, cubes. By the way, we did try putting her toys in a basket, but she just chewed on the basket. Yeah. Well, no, put the basket in a closet and shut the closet you know, oh, so that you okay. are in charge, not her. Okay? Got and it. So, yeah. So that's, like I said, give her ice cubes because a lot of times her teeth hurt. Okay? So then um, uh, that's ice cubes settle the gums down. Or you take, okay. like, let's say an old uh, pair of jeans, cut the leg off, twist it, knot it, soak it, put it in a deep freeze. And then when she seems abnormally mouthy, bring that out and let her kind of chew on that for a little bit. But then when, oh, it, start, that's a good idea. Yeah, when it starts thawing, then take it away. You can either wash it or just refreeze it. It's totally up to yourself, okay? Okay. But, but so the, the thing is, is uh, with those teeth, those needle teeth, it shreds everything. So you do wise is not to do like flush stuffed animals or things that she can rip up. You don't want right. to teach her to be naughty, okay? So okay. you want, you know, it's one thing to hold on to a toy and trot around with it. It's another thing to destroy it. <laughs> yeah. And that's what we don't want. We don't want her to learn to be a destroyer. So, but if you mentally work her, you're going to see she's going to take a lot more naps. And uh, because when you, uh, I said this earlier today, 
why do we read books before we go to bed? Because it drains our brain, right? Yep. All yep. of a sudden, you're down to one eye, and before you know it, it's morning. And too many people focus on the exercise of a puppy, and that's the worst thing they can do because it creates, it usually creates a, a, a higher arthritic dog early because the joints okay. didn't seal correctly, especially with big dogs. It's even worse. So, mentally exercise, you mean like train her more? No, well, me, you know, like I said, uh, dog, brain games for dogs, 101 okay. dog tricks, okay. uh, then everything the sit, the down, the stay, the, you know what I mean? You're, Always working and shaping for behavior that you want. Let her drag a leash around the house. So if he goes to jump on you, quick step on the leash. Uh Uh-uh, wrong. Have her start to sit for everything. Sit for her dinner. Sit to have the collar and leash put on. You know, sit to be petted. You know, so that you're getting her to focus, hold a thought, and follow through on things that you want. Her her focus point right now is even smaller than a neck. (laughs) Okay? But by the time she's 10, 12 weeks, and that that focus starts really start gaining momentum, and you're going to see things work out a lot better for you. But remember, no tug-of-war games, no wrestling games. Just use the brain to your advantage as far as tricks, brain games, things like that, and obedience. Okay. And then also get her out with other dogs, you know, friends, family, neighbors, and they got other dogs so she learns her social skills. You only have a window of opportunity from now until they're about five and a half months to introduce new things. So look around you and see what you can introduce the dog to. And as long as this dog can only have have at least one or two play buddies outside of the pack, then the dog is considered social. Don't go to dog parks. Stay out of the big box stores. Don't go where dogs congregate right now. The dog's immune system isn't up and going. On yet. Yep. Okay. I understood that. Okay. All right. Well, Thanks good luck. You Thank betcha. You. Take care. Bye bye. All righty then. You know what? I forgot to answer the, the trivia question. Which animal has the shortest pregnancy? Do you have any idea? I may have this backwards, but do elephants have shorter pregnancies? Or exactly. is that that's the longest. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty wow. longer. That's good, though. That you were using, using your thinking cap. Right. I didn't realize this, but the possum. The possum. Wow. You ready for this? 18 days. Wow, that is a... Uh, yeah, and they can have, you know, they have them in their marsupial, so they have the other babies in their pouch, you know? Oh, yeah. And the, they can have, like, you know, a dozen babies in there. Oh, it's really crazy. Yeah, I know it. They, they, you know, I don't know. They got these nasty teeth. They look ugly. They, and the thing is, when they're cute, they'll, oh, when they're babies, I've seen baby possums. Oh, mm. they are so cute. <laughs> when they get big, not so cute. Yeah. But they don't carry any diseases. They just look nasty. They they don't carry rabies. And believe it or not, they're just as scared of you as you are of them. Mm-hmm. But also is that they um, uh, they pick on, within teeth, teeth, you would think they'd be meat eaters or rippers and shredders or not. Mm-hmm. They they will take the feed of an animal like ducks or chicken before or the eggs, but they won't kill, you know, like the chicken or the duck or stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. we have, uh, we've got possums around us. And so the only thing we can't, why we can't have them is that they have a certain disease. It's a neurological disease that if they pee in a horse's hay that you feed them and the horse eats that, then the horse can get this neurological disease. Mm. So if it wasn't for having horses, I'd say, I'd open my door and say, bring on the possums <laughs> because they really are. They, they eat ticks. They're very good to have around. But like I said, they're ugly. Yeah, their hands <laughs> kind of freak me out. Oh, I know it. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Let's go. Oh, what time is it? Uh, is it? Okay. Let's go to the. Go to the phones. All right. We've got um, Don, Donna, I believe. Yeah. Donna has a liquor. A liquor. Hi, Donna. Hi. What kind of pupper do you have? 
I have. Oh, there <laughs> she is. Say hi. She thinks someone's here. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I have uh, a mini Dotson who's okay. ten years old. Okay. And she constantly licks the carpet. Okay. And then has. And I can't get her. Is this something new, or is this she always done this and just getting worse? Oh, she's always done this. She's getting worse. She hmm. just constantly does it. It's constantly trying to stop her. Okay. I don't know if I can spray my carpet with something that. Okay, no, uh uh-uh. uh. No, no, no. Okay, and then what food do you feed? I feed her. Uh, let me go see what it was Nutrisource, but uh, let me see what it is. <laughs> see. Okay. It, oh, I guess it's Perina One now. Okay. Um, does she lick furniture too? No, just the carpet. Just the carpet. Okay. Cause usually when they're licking big lickers of, uh, the carpet furniture and stuff like that, they have a imbalance in their gut system. Okay. And so, and then sometimes they, it's, it can, uh, she doesn't lick blankets or suck on blankets or anything like that. No. Okay. Um, and you said she's always done this. Yes. She's always done this. Probably. I noticed it more though in the last five years. Okay. A lot. I okay. mean, she just—it's constant now. Okay. Um, have you ever put her on any probiotics or digestive enzymes? No. Okay. That's uh, so what I would do. I try—I try to work on her gut. I would switch to Nutrisource, and then I would okay. get some probiotic and digestive enzymes. I would use um, organic apple cider vinegar for her size, probably about a half a teaspoon a day. Okay. And you can put mix it in with canned pumpkin or plain yogurt. Okay. And okay. then um, when she does, why don't you hold on? We're going to run to break here. So hold on and we'll talk more when we get back. Okay. Okay. All right. All thank right. you. Oh, you betcha. I don't know what to do. How many bones does a shark have? How many bones does a shark have? Oh, hot diggity dog, diggity bone. What you do to me? It's so new to me. Okay, this was rather very surprising. This will be, uh, if you understand this, how many bones does a shark have? Well, I know that humans have around like 200, right? Uh-huh. So sharks are a lot bigger than humans. So I would guess like, I don't know, 400, 500. Okay, you ready for this? Zero. Oh, what? Yes. What about I've, their tails? Yeah, well, but this is sharks are made out of cartilage, not oh, bones. Interesting. Isn't that something? Yeah. When I looked at that, I'm like, what? They don't have any bones. They got teeth. And that's, what is it? You know, uh, what's a tooth made out of? Oh, Porcelain yeah. or whatever. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, the whole fish is made out of cartilage. There is no bones in a shark. Oh, now I feel silly. Isn't that in it? Well, I, I had no idea. I, that is, I learned something. See, it paid to get up this morning. I learned mm-hmm. something really new. That's very interesting. All right. Okay, let's go back to the to Donna. Are you there, Donna? Yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, go to, you got a piece of paper and a pencil? Yep. Okay, there's two websites I want you to go to, and then uh, type in the search box, dogs that lick carpets. Okay. Okay, go to healthypets.mercola.com. Dot Mercola, M-E-R-C-O-L-A. Correct. Dot com. And then uh, dogs naturally magazine. 
dot com. Okay. Because usually, like I said, but because he's been doing it for so long, this might have started out a digestive problem that never got resolved, but it's also probably turned into a habit. Okay. So you need to work on his, his digestive system to get that healthier. And that's, is this the only dog you have? I have another mini Datsun too, but she doesn't do that. Okay. Yep. So I would get them both in the same food. All right, like Nutrisource okay. has a lot to rotate. I would also add like some formulated raw to their diet. You can go into okay. the freezer section of like you know uh, Pet Evolution, you know um, Chuck and Don's Atlas Pet Supply, things like that. Okay. Okay. And so anyway, I would you take out you know their frozen patties or nuggets. You know, take out and thaw out a couple. And then um, just give it to them like a little treat here and there. And then maybe okay. have three of the dinners a week is uh, just the, the formulated raw, not with any kibble or anything else. Okay. 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 Uh, the kibble, I would also rehydrate it. Whatever kibble dry food that you're feeding, then put it, you know, put it in the bowl, put hot tap water on it till it floats nicely. Put it okay. aside. A half hour for non-grain free and an hour for grain free to have the water be absorbed into the food. Then go back okay. to the food, feel the, you know, uh, put, put uh, touch a couple of the nuggets. If it's putting your soft to the center, then put your supplements in, stir it up, and now feed it to the dog. By breaking it down instead of the dog having to, because dogs don't chew their food. Most of them just inhale it, okay, or lick it yeah. down. Okay, so now that, that, that big, that nugget's sitting in their stomach, all right, and so now they have to break it down, and sometimes as they get older, too, their system has a hard time doing that. Now, the neat oh. thing about Nutrisource, they have a small bites, and they're really, really tiny pieces, which is really easy to rehydrate, okay? So uh-huh. try their small bites, and that's uh, obviously made for small dogs, <laughs> okay? <laughs> and so I would rotate into one of them. They've got, I think, four formulas that you can rotate into, all right? And so, okay. and, and then I'd work on the, the probiotic, the digestive enzyme, and the organic apple cider, uh, like a half a teaspoon. And that, cause you want the, uh, the apple cider to have the mother in it, you know, the, um, you know, the, it, it, it looks cloudy. Because, uh-huh. okay, that's what you want. Cause that, what that is, that puts a good flora back into their gut system. Okay. Okay. Well, I would Google it, you know, and it would say, oh, they're bored. They do uh, that because they're bored, or yeah. they do that because they might have an allergy. Yeah. Or yep. something like that, but it it hasn't come up as even the vet it hasn't come up as you know maybe a stomach problem. But I'm going to yep. try that because I'll yeah, because the thing is, is that it can be a twofold. Like I said earlier, it could have started out it was a stomach problem, and now it's become a habit. But he still has a stomach problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so let's let's well let's just try. Let's let's, yeah. let's just try it, okay? And that's the thing is that because most of the behavior problems are. Di- uh, um, digestive problems, okay, and that they've never been addressed. And so I know vets want to put you on these prescription diets and such like that where that's not what is needed. Good quality and some probiotics, digestive enzymes, you know, apple cider vinegar, maybe extra virgin coconut. There's so much. And that's why those two websites that I gave you, one of them yeah. has a really good article, and I can't remember, about dogs that lick. All right? And it is, is like you said, it's a twofold thing. It's a digestive thing, and then it becomes a behavioral thing. So. Okay. Okay. Well, that's perfect. Well, you got to so start. Much. You bet. At least you got to start. In the meantime, if he starts to lick a carpet, you know, give him a growl. Ah, ah leave it. Use the word leave it. Yeah. Ah, leave it. Uh, you can take a spray bottle, fill it with water, set it on stream. 
Okay? And then, yeah. ah, blast. Leave it. And as soon as he walks away, oh, very nice. Look at you. Come here. Come here. Very nice. Very good. There we go. But in the meantime, yeah. you're also going to be working on getting that gut, you know, in better order. Okay? It's like she knows not to because it would, you know, stop her and, you know, stop her from doing it. And then she looks like, oh, I got caught again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. She looks like she's guilty, but she just keeps doing it. So, right. it's like, so I know something's got to be wrong. Yeah. Either. Yep. That would change know, the change the food right with the allergy. Yep. Or and another just, thing, yeah, because another thing too, what sometimes what you can do is pull them totally off of dry food, and try the uh, freezer. You know, the a raw out of the freezer thawed, and then try a dehydrated diet, which okay. is like Sojo's S O J O, and all you do is add water. It has the meat in it. It's like army rations. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And all you do is add water, rehydrate it for about 15 minutes, put your supplements in and feed the dog. Cause sometimes, but by rehydrating, rehydrating the dry nuggets, that can help out immensely too. So you just got to toy with this and see what, then all of a sudden you're going to have the bingo moment. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. hit it. We figured it out. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. You bet. Katie. Have a great day. Bye bye. You too. All right. Bye bye. Yep, I, I always tell people, especially if you got, I found in a lot of pups and like younger, like a year older, a year and a half that they've been having doo-doo problems as far as they've been loose. By rehydrating the dry food, you know, put it in the bowl, put the, what you're going to feed it in the bowl, put hot tap water until it floats really nice. All right. And then put it aside and then uh, non-grain free a half hour, grain free about an hour. Come back. All the water's gone. Uh, feel the kibble. If it needs more water, you know, it's, it's still pretty hard. Then put more hot water in it. Wait for it to, you know, re, you know, uh, then once it's done, all the water's gone and it's soft. Put your supplements in and then feed it. But by rehydrating it for the dogs, that their digestive problems a lot of the times went away because their system was having a hard time breaking down that nugget. All right. Okay. Who's up next? Marie's got a couple questions about her old, old cat. Her old, old cat. Hi, Marie. How you doing? Hi, Marie. Yes. Hi, Katie. Okay. What um, you got? Who you got? How old? So very, very old. We, we adopted the, uh, the cat, so we're not sure how old, but our vet has said um, very old. Okay. <laughs> and I have two questions. One is, um, over the last couple of weeks, she's been itching one of her ears to a point where um, under, like, right at the base of the ear, like at the front of the ear, it's almost, it's very irritated. But she shakes her head a lot. When she does, you can almost hear, like, like there's liquid in the ear. Um, and then the second question I have is, um, she, she's had a really good quality of life, except um, I have noticed recently, too, she's been getting very stiff. So I thought you might have some recommendations on what supplements I could use to help okay. her. Okay. What food are you feeding her? Um, it's from okay. salmon and tuna. Okay. You're feeding her a dry formula? So what I do is um, I have dry available for her, um, and that's kind of out all the time. <laughs> but then uh, every morning I give her a can of wet food. And okay. that's a whole variety. I just, I go into Chuck and Don's and buy a whole variety nice. of different foods. And nice. I've kind of figured out which ones are her favorites. Good. And, and Good. I purchase those. Okay. Uh, take the dry food and walk over to the garbage and dump it in. Okay. No okay. dry food whatsoever, especially for older cats. They can't drink enough water to compensate, you know, for the dry matter. And so then they start okay. having renal problems. They have a hard time going to the bathroom. 
Uh, and so that's what we don't want. We don't want any dry food whatsoever, especially for older cats. It's totally canned, grain-free canned. And then also, if you want to share some, if you're making hamburgers, share some raw. You know, flap down like a teaspoon of, uh, uh, you start out with a little bit. Some dogs eat, or cats, cats take change hard, okay? And so, you know, give her like a smidgen of raw hamburger and see if she likes it. Give her a little bit more. Okay, same thing with you doing chicken or any kind of raw meat. Give her just a smidgen, like in her dish or whatever. And then if she eats it, great. Okay, because that's the healthiest thing for them. All right. And now the the dry food, like especially if you leave it out all the time, that's getting stale and rancid. So unknowingly, you're giving your cat and or dogs that people when people leave their food out all the time, because air is the biggest demise of dry food. Even though it looks like it's not doing anything, it's going stale and going rancid and that's why a lot of dogs and cats just pick at it because they really don't want it because they understand it's not good but if they don't have another choice <laughs> then oh. then it's kind of like ah well okay fine i'll take a couple here and there <laughs> oh, <Okay. no. laughs> and so anyway but so like i said but for if she's an old cat uh, <clears throat> uh you know it's so important for all cats to just be fed a grain-free canned food diet or and along with some raw from their very beginning but more so when cats hit about eight nine years old and up because because now, like I said, they they, they need uh, that you don't want to go into renal failure, kidney kidney and liver problems, and then plus cats will throw up a lot if they eat any too uh, if they have too high of a diet and dry food. That means their pancreas is having a hard time, and so that's why you get them off and get them more onto a you know a moisture diet. That that's going to go away also, and then their coat will be a lot help. Their coat you won't even know where the cat sleeps because their coat is going to get better. Wow. Okay. okay. That's great. Okay. But so like I said, with my cats, believe it or not, I use the, there's not too many raw formulas out for there for cats. And I asked that, di- you know, I've asked a couple of different uh, manufacturers what I said, okay, what's the difference between cat and dog food other than the treen is usually a little bit higher in, in cats. But I said, but they said, well, the cats need like 95% meat and above. Okay, like 98% meat, you know, 99, you know, whatever. And so the thing is, so that's basically, see, dog, cats are truly meat eaters, true. They have a no-carb need whatsoever. So it's amazing the cats do as good on this, any dry food. It's just amazing. But anyway, so the big thing is, is that uh, by, you know, getting her like on the grain-free cans, and then why don't you hold on a sec? I'm going to run to break and then come back and, and give you a couple more. Pointers, okay? Okay, hold on. Okay. Let's see. What is the most common... Okay, I can say that. What is the most common training command taught to dogs? We'll be back. This song drives me absolutely off the edge. (laughs) I mean, off the edge. (laughs) Say, don't forget, we're still accepting uh, cat videos for the cat Big Hubba Hubba at CH Field uh, down at, uh, oh, down at CH Field, August 12th. Go to mytalk1071.com and, uh, you know, just submit anything that you think is cute that makes you chuckle. doesn't have to be a full-length movie, you know, I mean, if it's just a little spit like a cat falling off of something or climbing something or doing something just goofy. You know, send it in, okay? So my talk, just uh, keyword cat, mytalk1071.com. All right. Uh, Oh, where am I at here? Okay, okay. What is the most common training command taught to dogs? Which do you think it is? I'm going to go with sit. Ding, ding, ding. Finally. It is the sit. It is the sit. And so that's what is the most common one. And then a lot of times the dog person said sit and the dog lays down. 
Mm. And they go, oh, well, okay. No, that's not what you ask. <laughs> you ask for the sit. So then you ask him to sit. You bring it, you know, take him by the collar, bring him up, or take a step forward. Ah, ah, ah sit. Mm. You want them to hold on to the thought. Sit means put your butt, not your elbows, on the ground. Right? Okay, let's go back to Marie. Hey there, Marie. I'm here. All right. And so then also can uh, sardines in can in canned sardines in water. Okay, canned sardines in water. Okay. And you can get like, you know, the big box store or something, you can get them for a buck a can. But if you want some really good sardines, go to Tiki Cat, T-I-K-I, T-I-K-I, Tiki Cat. They have a really good fish line. They're really good. They're, they're, believe it or not, they're, they're made in a human cannery, okay? It, not, I know humans run the cannery, but I mean, it's human-grade <laughs> cannery, okay? But anyway, so yeah, because uh, uh, the really good fish, the small fishes like that, is excellent for both our dogs and our cats. Remember the big fishes like tuna and salmon, that they have heavy metal contents, and so over you shouldn't give that to a cat or a dog or us even more than once pushing twice a week. But you know, cats do really well on the good, like the the mackerel, the sardines, you know, the small, you know, small fishes that have less uh, mercury in them. Okay. How how often would you say it's okay to give it to, a, um, like, sardines to a cat? Okay, you could do it, uh, well, I think they'll get sick of it, but you could do two, three times a week if you want. Oh, okay. Okay? Because it's a small fish. And if they like it, then, man, yeah, okay. give it to them because it's going to be great for their coat and the whole kit and boot on is good protein. Okay? Good. Good so, yeah. yeah, so that's the whole thing was, is what I would do is that, um, you know, just uh, change that diet. Get that dry food out of there. And just really, like I said, be kind. And, and like I say, some cats take change hard. Some are like, bring it on. What else you got? What else you got? <laughs> okay. And that's good. That's what my Adeline is. Oh, she's ridiculous. She opens her own. We go, we, <laughs> well, I just bought taco chips or, well, you know, t- uh, potato chips, you know, taco chips. Anyway, I, I wasn't thinking to throw them on the island. All of a sudden, I'm in the bathroom and I hear crunch, crunch. I don't have a dog that steals. She rips open the bag and she's having Tostitos. And it's just like, Come on, cat. She will eat anything that's not, you got to think ahead of her. It's just crazy. So, so that's what you want to do, though, okay? So that hopefully that with the older cats like that, you know, up the omega-3s and 6s. Um, you can get an immune system booster to help them. Um, it's called uh, Standard Process. We talked about this last week, Standard Process. You can get it at, uh, like I get it from uh, Sassafras a Health Food Store in White Bear Lake. But any place that carries standard process, you can order your feline. You know, it's feline immune system support is what it is. Okay. And right. then, and so, like okay. I said, that 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 particular supplement standard process is just awesome. And if you read the bottle and what's in that stuff, you swear to God, you just walked into a voodoo camp. <laughs> it's like, what is that stuff? But the thing is, that's how natural it is. It's really, really awesome stuff for humans. They got a human line, dog line, and a cat line, and all their supplements are phenomenal. So. Okay. And then somebody, you know, somebody wrote to me about giving a cat, you know, they said, okay, we got the standard process stuff, but we can't get them to eat it. What you can do sometimes you have to do is like put it in a pill crusher if it doesn't crush by itself. Okay. Put it in a pill crusher and then just kind of try to disperse it in the food as dispersely as you possibly can or use a little bit of yogurt or raw meat. You know, if you're going to try giving the cat something it doesn't want. Okay. Sounds good. Okay, yogurt kid. works. I know. I know my cat likes. Yeah, then that'll work. That'll work. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, thanks for the question. Have a great day. Thank you. I appreciate it. Take you care. bet. Bye bye. Bye bye.
Yeah, folks, if you're going to give your dogs uh, and cats uh, pills, sometimes you got to smash them up like in a pill crusher. Uh, my mom used to use two table, two teaspoons together and smash them. I don't know. If, oh, you're too young. <laughs> uh, how do they, they got us to eat aspirin? They smashed the aspirin, put a little sugar on it, put a little bit of water on it, and then we got to eat that. And so it tasted sugar aspirin. <laughs> and it worked well. Right. But like I say, with dogs and cats, like plain yogurt works good. Greek yogurt works good. Uh, remember, dogs eat according to smellability, not padability. Uh, raw meat, like raw hamburger, ground turkey, you know what I mean? Uh, things like that, uh, ground up stuff. And so, and then sometimes you might have to, you know, d- take a pill and disperse it into three separate things that you want at a time so there's not so much in one piece. Do you understand what I'm saying? But anyway, and so yeah, to give pills, you got to outwit the dogs. I know peanut butter works good. Sometimes some cheese works good, even though dogs and cats should not get cheese on a regular basis because a dairy is bad for their gut system. Same with like dairy is bad for our gut system, and so that's so the less we dairy we eat, the better our gut system is. Okay. Okay, now if let's say you're out for a walk and you, you come to a, a neighbor and your dog is jumping like, I know you, I know you, I want, to, I want you to pet me. Okay, what I want you to do, you got a six foot nylon leash, hopefully, not a retractable leash. Please leave retractable leashes at home so that you don't get hurt and the dog doesn't get hurt or go throw them in the trash. Uh, but anyway, we got a six foot leash, whether it's nylon or leather, up to yourself. And what you're going to do is stand on the leash about 10 inches, depending on how tall your dog is. You know, if you've got a small to medium dog, eight to 10 inches, you got a big dog, it might be, you know, what, 12, 15 inches from the hook and stand with both feet, the bigger the dog. And so now what happens if the dog goes to jump forward or the pup goes to jump forward, they correct themselves. And usually it takes about the third time of hitting the end of it. You don't say anything. Just keep your hands to your body. Just ignore the dog. Let them figure it out. And usually by the third time, all of a sudden they're sitting and all of a sudden they're laying. And now you can talk to that person, your neighbor or whatever type thing without the dog jumping on you or jumping on them. Okay. And then once the dog lays down and loyal, isn't this a buttload of fun? Well, then if you want the person to come in and say hi, they can, but they don't take your feet off because then the dog's going to jump at them. And then have people talk, pet the dog on the side of the face. Okay. Or under the chin because over the top of the head, remember, is a dominance move is what it is. Okay. Uh, okay, dog parks. I'm going to talk a little bit about dog parks. The reason why I hate them, and they should all be towed or bulldozed. <laughs> Number one, people go there and they're not paying attention to their dogs. They're just sitting there visiting and not watching the dynamics of what's going on in the park. And then all of a sudden you blink and there's a blood all over the place. Okay, now what happens if a dog gets snarked at a dog park? You might become a night walker now because the dog is scared of his own kind and will either run from its own kind or try to bark it or scare it away so it doesn't have to deal with it. Uh, dog parks too, they're not there for social skills. All right. It's too overwhelming. Most dogs play in pairs. Okay. You know, pair two, four, six, an odd man. If you got three dogs, sometimes that odd one out, it's not happy. It's not good. And so that's why it should be in pairs. But dogs have spent a lot of time at dog parks. Every time they go there, that it's different, you know, where there's different dogs there and not all the same dogs are always there at the same time. And every time the dogs meet, they got to rank who's going to be one, who's going to be two, who's going to be three. 
And that makes the dog a little bit more pushier with the human beings. And so that's why the best thing you can do, you know what we did, and I keep telling you this, before we got had dog parks, somebody got that into their head. You know, we got together with family, friends, neighbors that had dogs, and we'd sit have a cocktail in the backyard where the dogs were, you know, in a fenced-in backyard, while the dogs met, and, and, um, and then they got to be friends. And so now we could be do our visiting, and dogs could do their visiting, all right? But, you know, no, the more dogs, does not make your dog social. What if he can have a couple play buddies, one or two play buddies, and he gets along with them? He's a social dog outside of his pack. You you could have fifteen dogs, and he gets along with all of them. Okay, but that's his pack, of course. They're going to figure that out. But then, if he gets off his property, now is he still friends with a dogs? All right. So that's the whole thing. Dog parts are my biggest nemesis. I cannot. It drives me over the edge because most I get to see the dogs have gotten snarked at and came out at the bad end. And so then now they're scared, and now I've got to try to help the owner try to rebuild that dog's confidence and not be so snarky or worried or scared. And I'm not worthy. And then also, too, you know what dog parts, folks? If one dog in there is sick, guess what? All the other dogs possibly get sick. Let's say somebody comes in and has hookworms, which is really bad, or whipworms, which is really bad. The dog takes a dump. The owner goes, well, most hopefully they pick up. But still, that residue, the eggs could be on that spot where the doo-doos was, and the dog, your dog goes and sniffs that. That spot and the eggs can attach to the nose and then guess what all of a sudden your dog has whip worm, whip worms or hook hook worms and they're really hard to get uh, get uh, uh, rid of and if you do if your dog does have hook around or hook worms or whip worms you do not go to bo- dog parks you stay out of where any air dogs congregate keep dogs out of you because they can be transferred pretty bad but so that's what I mean the, the possibility of a fight in just a blink of an eye I'm not willing to put my best friend and put him into that mix okay oh look our dog is having fun and you Usually dogs that start getting to be about a year and a half, two years old, it's not as fun anymore. And now they're on their way to three and they don't want to party anymore. I mentioned that over and over to everybody. That dog part is one gigantic party. And it's just like us. We stop partying and slowing down the party and when we hit 25, 30. And by the time we hit 35, uh, 25, 30, and by the time we hit 35, 40, we'd rather sit and watch a movie instead of party all night. Oh, well, thank you for listening and sharing your Sunday afternoon with me. Thank you, Rachel. I got your name right this week. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you all for your great cause and it calls. And you can email me. Go to mytalk1071.com and check out my Facebook page and website and go there. So you have a great week. Keep yourself cool and the dog school. And this is my birthday week. I'm going to have a good time. Have a good one.